0: got a new war, and I want you to know your government is doing everything we can to defeat those who hate freedom. It's so important for Americans to know that the traffic in drugs finances the work of terror, sustaining
1: terrorists. The terrorists use drug profits to fund their cells, to commit acts of murder. If you quit drugs, you join the fight against terror in America. Yesterday was September 11th, the day we were supposed to remember what was really important to us in America. And on that day, yesterday, Tommy Chong was sentenced to nine months in federal prison for selling bongs on the internet. Finally, the terror alert can go back to green.
0: As some of our longtime listeners know, at Illinois, we like to promote our local artists, from comedians to musicians to local cannabis culinary experts. We feel that promoting art is very important. So, the song that you're about to hear is called "Shotgun Hit." It's written by cathartic Output. Um, You can listen to their music on Spotify and other streaming platforms, and you can learn more about them at catharticoutput.com. Support your local Chilinoians, people. My name is Cole Preston and you're listening to the Chillinoi podcast. Today we're hosting our eighty-third conversation, and it just so happens that our go our guest on today's show turns eighty-three next week. Um, Mr. Tommy Chong, welcome to the Chillinoi Podcast.
1: Well, thank you. Thanks for having me on the show.
0: Yeah. How do you uh how do you plan to celebrate your birthday next week? It's on the twenty fourth, right? Well, hopefully I'll wake up.
1: <laughs> and then we'll go from there.
0: <laughs> Go from there.
1: Yeah, I I, uh, that- You know, I was born on the same day as Queen Victoria. And when I was a kid, uh, because we we're in the British Commonwealth in Canada, they would celebrate her birthday, especially in Chinatown, with, with fireworks, firecrackers, and fireworks. And uh, I used to kind of fantasize that it was all for me, you know, because it was my birthday. And all the firecrackers and all the fireworks and everything else. But, you know, I my mother, uh, I you know, I never celebrated my birthday till I was about, I guess, six years old, seven. I guess seven. I think I was seven when I celebrated my first birthday because we'd been split up. I was uh, in, a, in the hospital and then in a home. And my mother was uh, quarantined in a sanitarium with TB. My dad was... Recovering from war wounds, you know, that he got when he was over in the Second World War. And uh, so the first birthday I remember was when I was about seven years old. And that was really, really nice. No big presents. (laughs) We were too poor. But uh, a lot of celebration, you know, and not much food either. But, you know, they used to do. They used to bake cakes. The, the, The tradition was bake cakes and put money throughout the cake. so you'd be chewing on the cake i said, ah well there's a dime (laughs) interesting
0: very interesting so um this is a question that i wanted to ask just because you know i have my idea of who you are tommy um Mm. my dad has his idea of of who you are and of course you don't know this, but my dad doesn't necessarily agree with, like... Uh, he doesn't smoke, let's just put it that way. So he's got his idea of you. The people that have been huge fans have uh, their idea of you. How would you describe yourself to somebody who has no idea who you are? Uh, and the, the reason uh, I'm asking that is I just wonder, like, who you think of yourself as, you know? Because we all, all have I, our idea of you.
1: I'm... Uh, well, y- you know, I never knew until just recently i i mean just a few days ago if not today <laughs> i i realized i'm a poet that's what i am i am a poet i've been a poet all my life i didn't know it until until i went through my options
0: did you mean to just do that that hmm? i i've been a poet i didn't know it until i looked through my options did you just mean to do that <laughs> because that is that, that's what
1: i'm saying see that's <laughs> what i'm saying <laughs> that's you know and and when i do that I, I write them down i write all that stuff down especially with the phone with uh notes and that and uh you know because teach and i are just finishing up a, a documentary on our life now we're not shooting it my daughter and her uh, guy dave uh they he's a filmmaker and and they're they were doing it and uh so and Dave, Dave we little, finally came yeah, back,
0: sorry. I didn't mean yeah, to No, you off, well,
1: but... we had a little, little rough spot there because I was coming home from a golf tournament and anytime Cheech and Chong are involved in anything, I'm the guy that created Cheech and Chong. And so when I get a, 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 an urge or an idea about Cheech and Chong, I, I'm, I'm so used to being, you know, being the boss. And so when I got this idea, I, I let my daughter know and it, and it kind of screwed up all their plans. You know, they've been working on this documentary for five years and, and I kind of like screwed up all their plans with my idea. And of course, it created a little bit of havoc and, uh, and drama. And, uh, but we, we figured it out. My son, you know, Paris, he's my, uh, he's my keeper. <laughs> he's yeah, the guy that kind of keeps me under control. Well, he 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 straightened everything out, and then, because I had to realize, Cheech and Chong are done. They're over. They're finished. And and I was, you know, I'm talking about the 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 control that I once had. You know, mm-hmm. I haven't had that control for years. You know, for many many years. Uh, so then I had a I had to come to grips with that. And so when I come to grips with it, I realize, well, what am I then, you know? It, because right now, you know, the documentary is looking at our past life. But what am I now? What am I now? And that's when today I came up with, I said, oh. You know, uh, because I, I think really linear is a, the word. Like I, I, I can kind of anticipate And sort of work on my instincts as to, you know, that's what created Cheech and Chong. You know, it wasn't, uh, you know, we didn't, we weren't two comics and we decided to get together. You know, it was uh, one of those, uh, it was an idea that I had. I worked on it and it it came out. No, it never started to be Cheech and Chong. It started to be a a topless improv nightclub. Yeah. (laughs) That's where it all started. But anyway, I, I. uh, That's where all the good things start. Yeah, then, I, then the epiphany hit me today. Yeah, right out. Oh, I did a, a thing with the gypsies, with uh, witches, two witches earlier. And uh, I, that might be it. That might be what, what the, the, because anyway, the spell, the chi chi spell is broken. And now I'm so comfortable because really what you do in life, you discover who you really are, Yeah, you know, by what you've been doing. You know, it's not what you want to be, what you think you are or what other people think you are. It's what who you really are, you know, and uh, I'm really a poet and I love it. I love being a poet.
0: Well, well said, my friend. Well said. Um, I have to ask just as a person, I'm in my 20s, you know, I'm trying to grow up and uh, what I feel like is a crazy time. You're in your 80s in the 2020s. You were in your 20s in the 60s, though. Which were crazier times to live in? Or are are they even comparable? Oh, the 60s? Yeah, yeah, you know, because you you were about my age in the 60s. So I'm just... Oh, oh, it was incredible. What
1: a beautiful, exciting time. Woodstock? Oh, my God. Oh, uh, the Beatles? (laughs) Well, the Beatles started really in in the the 50s? 60s, early, early 60s. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah! Incredible times, incredible times. Do they? I eat? mean, it was so exciting in so many ways, and we had wars. You know, we had the Vietnam War going away. You right. know, and people were were being sent over to die because they were brown. You know, they're expendable. Um, yeah, yeah. Times were incredible. Oh wow! <laughs> and you know the the free love. You know. like like red fox used to say the price is good but the 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 merchandise ain't that great (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was great times but you know we all had our like i'm 83 i i don't know mentally that i am 83 it's a number to me i haven't really matured past 17. Yeah, I think that was the age when you turned seventeen. You know, you've been driving for a year. Uh, I quit school. I knew, you know, I was my own man, and and to me that was, uh, and and I haven't really matured since. <laughs> you know, I'm just I just managed to uh, to uh, get by, but but I, I learned some good uh, habits. And uh, one of the habits was uh, weightlifting, bodybuilding. You know, I, I started off as a bodybuilder before I turned 17 when I was 16. I was
0: just reading, uh, I was looking up headlines because I wanted to see if there's anything recent in the news about you. We did find some exciting news about Tommy Chong cannabis coming to Michigan, but I was just reading you used to smoke with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger back in the day. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. we discovered bodybuilding i was a little ahead of arnold when i discovered bodybuilding but uh but yeah arnold came to gold's see see back in the day for bodybuilders gold was the mecca mm-hmm. you know it was only in strength and health magazines that uh, and joe Weeder magazines that you read about gold's gym but but that was the mecca and so when i uh, left motown I, I decided to go to uh, California and, uh, and lay on the beach, bodybuild, lay on the beach and write uh, songs. I, I was a songwriter. And uh, I got to the bodybuilding part, laying on the beach part, and the songwriting part, but uh, I still had the nightclubs to deal with up in Canada, and, uh, and so that took me off the beach. But in the meantime, I was there when Arnold showed up, and uh yeah i knew i got to know all my uh, bodybuilding heroes you know from from a from um like a pedestrian point of view you know I, I had no no thoughts of competing i was just working out just for my own uh, satisfaction you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: but but that's what i mean about being a writer you know i i was so you know, when they, when I read about goals, oh, I got to go, I, I, I got to get to goals eventually. And in fact, all the bodybuilders up in Vancouver, where I got turned on to uh, bodybuilding, uh, that was their dream, you know. Oh, in fact, a, a lot of them, you know, they would go down in their summer vacation or something, they would go down to goals just to go down and look at the gym. And then I'll tell you how, how, how long I've been bodybuilding. I've been bodybuilding longer than Joe Gold was selling (laughs) (laughs) t-shirts. Can you imagine that? He never sold t-shirts in his gym. In fact, he refused to until finally, uh, uh, a couple of the bodybuilders there, you know, Joe, you're you're missing out
0: on a lot of money.
1: And and eventually the t-shirt sales outpaced his gym membership.
0: Tommy, you've you've been uh, working out so long you forgot your tank top on Noah's Ark. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That can get you with a joke. (laughs) I like that one. Yeah. (laughs) You
1: know Noah's Ark was a real gay uh, story. You know that, huh?
0: I don't know what you mean by that. Tell me about it. Tell us. (laughs) Well, think about it. Think about what they have on the boat. One of each
1: true boy and a girl one of each and if you read the noah's ark bible account ham tried to do his, his dad oh my gosh <laughs> yeah it got really squirrely i was you gonna say about it. And, uh, the bible gets pretty freaky you didn't hear anything about mrs noah did you <laughs> no 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 it was all a male thing and was and they wanted you know one of each you know uh you know two by twos <laughs> no you, if you read that thing man there's a lot of uh, hanky-panky going on in the bible where they tried to justify it you know oh, yeah. because god told them to do this
0: shit a you know? whole, whole lot of incest too <laughs> Ooh, you know it you know it. well
1: that's that's what the pharaohs and you know, that's why egypt disappeared you know because it, it was so much, uh, inner interaction with the families because they were gods and they weren't supposed to be messing with e- commoners, you know?
0: Oh sure. shit. <laughs> oh, you're all good, man. You probably just hit the video button. No, I no, no.
1: I got a guy called. Oh, I a, gotcha. I had to reject his call.
0: Gotcha. Hopefully it wasn't anybody crazy important. No, um, it's, <laughs> it's my go- It's my old
1: jail, uh, buddy that we're, we're going into business together with our, uh, chich and chong uh, dispensaries
0: oh exciting exciting yep. cool stuff man so uh yeah do you have i guess real back to my question really quick uh you know do you have any advice for young men men and women because you were up and coming while these crazy things were going on i feel like we have media a lot more in our lives so it's sometimes it's harder to unplug but do you have any advice for people i know there's a kind of an open-ended question but people that are t- trying to work towards something and you know there's crazy shit going on in the world you've you've lived through no free- i i
1: definitely got i, I yeah I, I learned the key I I, I I there's a key to success and uh it, it's been preached about talked about sold uh by all sorts of people and and it's uh and, and right now i my my, my advice is for you or anybody to get this book, uh, this book here. It's called Emmett, Emmett Fox. This is my key. He talks about the key, and really? he's a spiritualist. and And uh, and this particular book, it's called "Around the Year with Emmett Fox." So every year, you could uh, right today, we could look it up, and he he's got a message right. for you. <laughs> but what is, what is key is a very simple, very, very simple key. Uh, in fact, I, I quote him a lot of times. Hate breeds destruction. Love breeds uh, uh, creation. So if you want to create anything, you got to have, be full of love. and uh, And you can't have any hate. In, in yourself, so uh, so basically, it, it's it's uh, you know because we are are uh, eternal beings, you know we've always been here in one form or another, and we will always be here in one form or another. Right. So so what we want to do, give me give me get this thing out of there. Uh, what you want to do. It depends on on how you're evolving. Now, in the Bible, it says, "Ask and ye shall receive." Now you ask me, so I can tell you. But unless you ask, you you won't. Uh, no one can tell you anything. You know that's why preaching really doesn't work. You can mesmerize people, you can hypnotize people, but you can't give them knowledge unless they seek knowledge. Like I always look at people preaching or uh, proselytizing as as someone that's given directions to disneyland to someone that never asked for it (laughs) you know you know what i mean (laughs) uh because they're not going to disneyland so why why does he have to take the 405 and get off you know what i mean that kind of thing and and so we're, we're 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 individual uh eternal beings and our messy, our 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 place on earth you know our our reason to be here can be a zillion different reasons you know and but if you ask and you want anything uh if you ask yourself more than anybody because see we are not only uh, eternal beings but we are spiritual beings you see and we're connected we're all connected but you have to ask you have, you have to want to go to Disneyland you right know? and and so whatever you, whatever your passion is you have to first of all, You have to study. You have to, like when people ask me, should I smoke marijuana? Uh, What do you think? You know, I tell them, learn all you can about marijuana, especially the people that are sick. You know, Mm -hmm. do you think marijuana would help my cancer? That's not up to me to decide. It's up to you to, to ask. Ask the questions. Ask and you shall receive. And that's the way it works. So whatever you want in life, if you ask for it, you will get it. Now, that's why they say, be careful what you ask for, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that that is very important, you know, because, and, and, and that's what you do. Now, now, with me, I asked for, I, I, I prayed for wisdom many, 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 many years ago. I, I learned how to pray because I was uh, very poor. We were very poor, and there was no uh, nothing to, to distract me from Sunday school. In fact i look forward to it it was the only time that you got to dress up
0: you know? <laughs> yeah yeah you know? And, and,
1: and 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 wash and be clean and go there and, and if you've obtained it they give you a bible you know uh you know if, when you grow up poor you don't get material things you don't get toys you don't get uh stuff that you uh, throw away you don't even get to go to the candy store unless you find some empty bottles that you can trade in for a couple of pennies. You don't get anything. So if you need it, want anything, you either find it or you make it if you can, if you have the tools or whatever. And that's the way I grew up. But I found out by going to Sunday school that you can have anything you want if you learn how to pray for it. But again, you know, I was just, and you never, you never, you can never read the Bible or or books like Emmett Fox, enough. I've been rereading this book here for many years now. And every time I read it, it's like I just picked it up. It's brand new to me because they're truths. They're very true things that happen in life. So you look at you look at all the religions in the world. They've got one thing in common. They all worship God. Okay. Now, they all have their ways to do it. And a lot of it are self-serving and you know kind of corrupt, okay. uh, but that's how they gather people together. That's how they mesmerize people because they have that that common goal that everybody and the common goal is God. Right now, a lot of religions they complicate the shit out of it. You know, the Catholics. One time, you know, they they took a, 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 the the teachings of a, of a prophet that had nothing. More, more, wandered around the countryside with a bunch of guys. He had nothing, all he had was his, his mind and his words. And the Catholic Church took that and, and substituted for, for the other Roman uh, uh, rituals that they went through with Baal, and they created the Catholic Church, which is bishops and, and uh, the Pope and all these guys, you know, all these weird uh, ceremonial things that are meant to really impress the shit out of the general population and say, oh, they must be, must be on something because look how they're dressed, you know. But the truth is, the simplest person in the world has as much God in them as the most uh, religious person in the world. We all have a God app. Now, if you know how to use that God app, You can get anything that you really need. Now, there are rules. You can't uh, use God to to conquer people or hurt people or or to do anything for your own wealth because this is a physical planet that we live on. And we're only here for a short time when you look at eternity. We're only here for for a, a, a second, you know, but we're here to learn, you know, like riding a bicycle, you know. You you can't just be born knowing how to ride a bicycle. You had to learn how to ride a bicycle. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but and it takes time, effort, and everything else. And that's what happens in the physical world. We're here in a world that we have to learn. And that's why we're here. Because in a, when you're a spirit, there's nothing to learn. You just are. Right. And the spiritual world exist entirely of love, of love. The physical world is where all the pain and the angry agony and the, and the, the you know, the conflict and all that stuff happens here. Now, we have to learn. That's why we're here. And that's, and we and because you can't have one with the other out the other, that's a law of nature, or a law of the universe, really, for every action, there's a reaction, right? And so when you learn this, when you learn, when you learn, like I have, how to use your spirituality or your faith or, or just being, being clear of, of any kind of uh, uh, obstacles, anything that would stop you from, from uh, progressing, then there's no limit to what you can achieve. None, none whatsoever. Now, a lot of people think, you know, they look at wealthy people like Bezos now with his big yacht, you know, and they go, "Wow, look
0: what yeah, he!" Yeah, with do. the yacht so big that he needs another yacht to accompany. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes, but 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 you know, you know what I see? I see a very very confused <laughs> person that does not know what the hell to do with, yeah. with, with what he's got, you know. It's like like you got a tiger by the tail, you know, <laughs> because he has he has no clue, you know. None of that stuff brings you happiness.
0: Right. Any
1: rich person will tell you that. None of that stuff. That's that's why they get freaky. That's why those guys, you know, that have everything, all of a sudden, you see them on the news, you know, uh, diddling young girls or <laughs> boys or whatever, you know, <laughs> It cracks up. <laughs> why because what they're they're, ju- they're just looking for love that's all they're looking for no matter how rich you are i got very wealthy friends now and they love to hang with me because i'm famous <laughs> you know I, I go to they mention me at, at a restaurant or something oh yeah Tommy john oh okay we've got tables for you yeah no problem they love that but because wealth doesn't make you happy No matter how much wealth you got, it doesn't make you happy. What what makes you happy is love. And where you get love, from everywhere, everywhere you want, because you know how you get love? It's action-reaction. You fill yourself up with love. You fill it up with love. And then all of a sudden, people are attracted to you. Whatever you want, they'll come. Because love attracts love, and that's the way it works. And so, what you have to do in, in, in order to be uh, successful at anything, somehow realize that you have a God app inside you. That's who you are. Mostly, I think it's in your brain. I believe that. That's why when they say when your brain dead, that's it. You know they can't they can't transplant our brain mm-hmm. you know because that's the brain is who we are and so if you got that brain and then you put that god app to work oh my god you have well the Bible tells you all the riches that you can imagine will is at your disposal you can you can with a, with a god app you can do anything because God is spirit, and and there's no there's no boundaries. You see, when Jesus was executed, he told everybody that he, he's going to be raise his body in, in three days. I think they misunderstood the fact that that his body will be sacrificed. You know, mm-hmm. and and that's that's what happens when you live in the plane on the on the physical plane. You're subject to physical laws, and that's why no matter how spiritual Jesus was, he still uh, absorbed uh, quite a beating before before they finally executed him, hanging on a cross. That's one of the worst uh, deaths that you could possibly have. Most uncomfortable, horrible death. You usually suffocate uh, up there, you know. But raising his body and see, he's eternal. And so so they misunderstood that, you know, but he was trying to tell them is that he's eternal. He's eternal. And the mind that was in him is in all of us. And so so when you when you this is what I learned. When you learn the golden key, and the golden key is to fill yourself up with love, no matter how you do it. But see, love has to be, it has to be the kind of love that you not someone else's love it's your love Mm -hmm. and 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 you can be people can be in love with themselves I'm I'm in love with myself you know I love myself I wake up and and I go oh you're still here great you know (laughs) (laughs) you're a nice guy I like hanging with you and that's what people said how are you doing with the pandemic I'm doing great I get to hang with myself I get to write when I feel like I get to play my guitar. Well, Same dude. I, I don't play.
0: mean to. You, I see. There's so many bongs over there. I mean, in typical Tommy Chong style. <laughs> are some of those Did your you know? homemade? Are some of those your homemade bongs too? Uh, uh,
1: well, not 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 the uh, uh, not the original. Gotcha. These are, but these are great bongs. These are. Uh, we hooked up with uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Jason. Uh, Jerome Baker, bongs. We both got busted. We were competitors until uh, we got busted. I went to jail. Jerome got house arrest. Lost his business. I lost uh, uh, quite a few, a lot of money, and he lost a lot of money. And then we teamed up. And so he he, because he liked what I read about the million dollar bong, yeah. and he liked that idea. And so he he called contacted me. He said he'll make it. I said fabulous. And so we got a deal now where we. Uh, uh, he makes the bongs, and we have a uh, limited edition nice. and, and these nice. are all limited uh, editions. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're great. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. When I get, uh, you know, I, I just want to get Tommy Chong is where you can see all the products and, and stuff that's being sold, uh, you know, under my banner, you get tommychong.com.
0: Perfect. We'll but throw that, yeah, in, yeah, yeah, throw that in the description uh, folks. So
1: but all 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 of all of this, the bonds, you know, you know when I my wife when I finally got my wife,, uh, you know she 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 was she's an actress, you know, she was doing acting classes and doing the small movies. and And then when Chisholm and I broke up, I was out there by myself, and i I hated being alone, I was trying to get her to come on the road with me. And so and then I realized, oh, I got to put her in the show, you know, because she likes to work. And so I put her, put her in the show and she, her and I, well, when I was out there by myself, because of who I am, I would uh, I would uh, uh, sell the club t-shirts. <laughs> like I'd work in the club and then after I worked, I would whatever club t-shirts and the clubs loved it. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> because I'd, they'd sell out of all their t-shirts that, that had been in, their, in the club for, for months, if not years. And then, and then when my wife joined up she goes we got to sell our own stuff and that's how we got the bongs because they were making Tommy chong bongs and i'd sign them and you know yeah. and then she we got to make our own bongs and so we got our son and we got a, paris to uh start making them and he he formed a company paris is really talented he's got a he's he got a few years of art uh, school behind him and he's very talented beautiful uh uh, I, got, I had a great bass player, and so so we were in the bong, we got in the bong business, and that's, that, then when I had to go to jail, the only reason I, I, I pled guilty uh, was because I would have fought it forever, you know, yeah. but it was my son's company, and, and if I didn't plead guilty, they were going to go after him, they, they knew they couldn't get me, but they, they threatened me that, that if I didn't plead guilty, they would go after him, and my wife, and so of course i pled guilty and it was a, really the best move i could have made yeah. i i can't tell you how much uh, joy i had in, in prison <laughs> it was it Which was is a weird
0: thing to hear but i was doing a little research about your experience there and it, it seemed uh, uh like a spiritual journey if i might say it so was yeah. totally
1: see see so many people they they poo-poo the spiritual <laughs> Uh, look at anything, you know, and I don't blame them. You know, when you look at Jim Baker and all these idiots that you make a buck, and you know these guys sure. put their uh, private planes and that, and preaching and and all mega that, mega stadiums, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all that. Well, well, then you know, I can understand why anybody, yeah, would 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 feel that way, you know. Yeah. But but it's a very personal thing with me, and and it's like bodybuilding you know you can't have you can't hire anybody to go do your workout for you right you know, got to do it yourself and and that's why i was in the bodybuilding that's why arnold and i were such, such uh we weren't friends by no means he knew me and i knew him and but and when i made it when cheech and i made the up and smoke movie and arnold was trying to get into movies at the time then arnold really he really got to know me you know Oh Tommy <laughs> before that I was just uh, another little little guy
0: at the gym that uh, just another long in the gym he, Yeah that, <laughs> yeah
1: yeah was great
0: Well hey I want to really quick I you know I just tried to go to get tommychong.com it looks like it's tommychong.com tommy you smoked oh, thank a little you. Too, Yeah you smoked a little bit too much before you got on air with me I'm joking um so it's so,
1: tommychong.com not gettommychong.com
0: Yep, tommychong.com. I wanted to make sure that people got the right right link. Folks, it'll be in the podcast description, though, if you want to visit it. I am
1: so computer and phone illiterate that.
0: Dude, you're 84. I
1: don't. 83. 83.
0: Sorry. I put another fucking year on you. I'm sorry. (laughs) The the thing that launched the the rocket to the moon. That computation is on my wrist right now. So I mean, you know, with my little i Apple Watch, you've got one too, I think, right? Oh so, yeah, 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 and that's on that computational power is on your wrist. We're living in a fucking crazy time, man. You know? Yeah, isn't it
1: great? It's crazy. Oh, it's so good. I had a. It wasn't an argument, really. It was a, 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 a an ac- encounter with Timothy Leary, and. Um, and Tim wrote all these books, and he his idea of a good time was to get in a spaceship and go find another Earth. And uh, and I I, I said nah, I ain't into that. And he goes, "Haven't you read my books?" And I said, "Yeah, but you know, we don't need a spaceship, Tim. We're on we're on a spaceship right now, right? You know, and it's a very comfortable spaceship. You know, can you imagine the spaceship where you're traveling through space and you can?" live a life, <laughs> you know, right. you're not cramped like Star Wars, you know, you know, Star Wars pissed me off. Did you know that?
0: <laughs> I didn't know that.
1: Let's hear it about it. pissed me off. In fact, I, I've never really seen the whole movie. I, I went, I was going to hey, go to the movie. You and me
0: both, Tommy.
1: I was going to the movie with my, with my son. My He was, I guess he was about f- four or five, something like that. And we got, to, we got to the movie. It was packed. We're up in the balcony, and we're watching Star Wars for a minute. And my son started crying. He goes, that's not Star Wars. I want to see Star Wars. That's not Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and the people around they, <laughs> they, they me, I said, come on, son, let's go. <laughs> All right. I said, you're right. That's not Star Wars. That movie pissed me off so bad. And people, why, why? It was great. But I said, no. I says, we're in space. We're in the future. And they're fighting with swords. <laughs> Give me a break. True. <laughs> swords? <laughs> well, you know why? Movies, you know, so you have swords, so you so you can do the all the visuals yeah. with swords. No, I understand that part. But I was I was really looking forward to some really futuristic movie you know where wow this way life's going to be i can't wait you know but guys in robes and fighting with swords Ugh. yeah
0: I and then they got the element and then the then. aliens
1: are all like creepy animals or something
0: <laughs> i was gonna say i think there's just an element back then where they couldn't have even predicted it you know you think of star trek which i it's not like i grew up watching star trek i mean again i'm in my 20s so if anything it yeah. was on reruns but on Star Trek, they were saying, you know, like Kirk out. They didn't even understand that on phone calls, we're just going to hit a button at the end of the phone. Call. Like they thought it would look, work like walkie talkies, you know? <laughs> they didn't understand how yeah. phones were, were going to work. Listen, um, I,
1: I learned more about the future from Dick Tracy comic books because they were the first with a two way radio. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. Hey, Dick. Yeah. Yeah. It's something and, out and, of Dick uh, Tracy. Yeah. What's his name, uh,
1: uh, Al Cap, L- Little Abner. Mm-hmm. Little Abner was way ahead of his time, too. He had a little, uh, uh, a little what was it called, a a little schmo And it was one of these things that they would die. If you were hungry, they would just flop over and die, and then you, you fried them up like pork chops. <laughs> was, I loved Al Cap, man. Yeah
0: that's awesome well uh, I've got a few more questions and I thought we'd switch over because I know we're about at the top of our time um, I thought we'd switch over we took some uh, questions from our community uh, sure. f- folks that want to join uh, it's Chillinoy.net slash reddit we've almost got 14,000 subscribers so join up there's a lot of local uh for you to uh, interact with talk about the best cannabis in Illinois etc Chillanoians? I like that yeah yeah you like that? That's, uh, that's cool. Our little group here. So, have you? Did you see our uh, our little logo guy? If not, I'll have to show you. He's a he's the state of Illinois, and he's uh like uh, I can't I can't really show it to you. It's kind of small. Um, I'll I'll send it to you sometime. It's the state of Illinois, and he's holding a bag of weed and rolling up a joint. We made. Oh, like that's so cool. That Illinois, is so, so cool. But yeah, that's our little mascot, Chili, for the state of Illinois. Um, I like that. So you were talking about Nat King Cole at the beginning, kind of referencing my name. Um, who were or are some people that, that you idolize? You Because know, a lot of people idolize you as like a cannabis legend. Who do you idolize? Do you idolize anybody or look to anybody? I, I've i been having Miles Davis days lately. Hell yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I, I got an Amazon here and I just put on Miles. And I love him. I love him love miles love everything that was the, the first records i heard when i got turned on to jazz in calgary in the 50s uh, they they had miles uh, especially uh, kind of blue you know uh, album it was it was made in 53 1953 and it's the biggest jazz selling album ever and it's still relevant today and, and yesterday i was on my guitar and and I, and I got to learn, learn, uh, Freddie, the freeloader, but uh, Miles, Miles, and, and I was going to say Coltrane, but Miles has Coltrane on so many of his tracks. And so Miles really got everybody together that I love, you know, Cannonball Adderley, Miles, West Montgomery. I met, I had an, I had an encounter with West Montgomery in Calgary, the same, no, in Vancouver, it wasn't Calgary, it was Vancouver. And, uh, and he was playing in this little Canadian jazz club, which was like an after-hours club, no liquor license. And so, in Vancouver is the junkie capital of the world, and so everybody was passed out. That was there. It wasn't a big crowd. There's a handful of people, and there's me, the guitar player, and and Wes Montgomery. And so Wes came out, and we we had the we had an encounter. We had a beautiful couple of hours. And at the end of the couple of hours talking, he says, well, I better play something, you know. And so he, he cranked up his guitar. And I said, I had an hour uh, uh, concert with Wes Montgomery, just me and him. You talk, oh, yeah. about, you talk about special. He told me his life story. He told me everything. And I'm a guitar player. And now, you know, the weirdest thing now, I'm playing like Wes because I, I don't use a pick anywhere, I use my thumb.
0: <laughs> nice, dude. Yeah. You're OG on that. That's that's crazy. Um well, uh this is a weird question, but I I uh well, first of all again, I want to remind our listeners that they can support you Tommy Chong by going to tommychong.com, buy some merch. They got Tommy Chong bongs on sale um and a lot of other cool things. So check that out, folks. Support uh your legends. And uh, my last question is, man, uh, and then we'll move on to community questions. Um, you're get you're getting old, and I don't mean to hit you with a super deep question, but what would you like to be remembered a- about you? You know, or um, well, no,
1: I know what I'm going to do uh, from now on. I, I know what uh, my my plan is. I'm going to be like King Tut. I'm going to uh, start creating my tomb and uh, i've got a really really great idea how i'm going to do that and i'm going to raise money to to do that because what they did in the the old days the the tombs are big money makers for egypt Mm -hmm. because the tourists come from everywhere to see the to see the pyramids which were tombs Mm -hmm. and so i'm going to uh, work on 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 my my tomb it might be calvin probably somewhere in the desert uh, you know where where they need uh tourism <laughs> you know, somewhere yeah. i'm not quite sure where it is i'll look around and then then i'm going to fundraise all the time i'm alive to, so i can get enough money to build a tomb because i'm going to build a tomb out of uh waste plastic waste mm-hmm. and, and uh and because I, I i think that would be perfect because the stuff doesn't disintegrate you know the plastic and so, so if we get pile it up and then make a mountain out of it, there's a lot of things you can do with a mountain. And 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 so I'm I'm des- already designed the tomb. It's gonna I'm gonna uh, have water taken from the ocean, and run up to the top and desalinate the water. And so when it comes down from the top of the tomb, it'll be fresh water. And then the tomb itself, instead of just a pyramid, it's going to be a playground for for. Uh, people uh oh. animals is but it's going to be a freshwater spring it's going to come and come around there and uh yeah that's that's my idea i i had a plan to do it in a movie and and then when i saw the tomb then i realized oh yeah i could do that i can do my tomb and uh yeah it's gonna be
0: cool that is awesome man that's that's super cool um I reckon that the day that you do pass, you don't want people moping around. You want us rolling up and, and celebrating uh, the life that you lived, right? Yeah, you more or less. You don't want us to be know. sad, you know.
1: No, I don't care. You know, I mean, you know, I, 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 you know, I just want everybody to be to be who they are. You sure. know, if, if you tend to be sad, then be sad. If you want to be happy, be happy. I, I you know, I, I, I was never really a, like a, a, a born a, a comedian. You know, I just did shit I had to do because that's what was selling at the time. You know, and, and so I'm not, I'm, I'm not, you know, one of those comedians that you know, <laughs> you know, not happy unless he's on stage. You know, making everybody laugh. No, yeah. no. Yeah, I'm a poet. I I found out I'm a poet. So what I want everybody to do is just have a, a, a you know a, a nice day of remembrance. That's all. You know, read my poems. Just think about me. Think about what I what I represented, and uh, and and really just just be themselves. Be whoever they're 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 here on earth to be. Yeah, well said. because. There's room for everybody.
0: Well said, my friend. Well, uh, let's go over to some community questions. Um, As always, it's the internet, so some of them are meant to be funny. Um, uh, I'm going to read the ones that have gotten the most up votes. I figure that's only fair, you know, the ones that got the most support. Um, So I think this one's topical to Illinois. I don't figure you pay for your cannabis anymore, but the top question was, Ask if he would pay seventy dollars for an eighth or three and a half grams. That's the going price for weed in Illinois.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I would pay that in a heartbeat. Yeah. If it's quality especially stuff, me. right?
1: Well, especially me, because there are two things: what happens when you exchange currency? You know, first of all, you get what you want, hopefully, and and you you make whoever selling to you make their life a little easier. So so awesome. yes. I would, I would definitely pay. And you're right. I usually don't pay. You know, I get everything given to me. Yeah. But I, I even bought my own stuff because it was in a, a vending machine, and I, I never, yeah. you know, it was like you a Got to do time. that,
0: right? Yeah.
1: No, I had to try that. Yeah. Yeah, I would pay. I would pay whatever, whatever the price was. I'd pay it. I don't mind. I'm not worried about money. Never have been. Never yeah. have been. In fact, I've given away. I've given money back. Because it didn't feel right taking it, sure. and so I've given money back. Because that's another secret: the more you give, the more you get.
0: Hell yes, thank you, Tommy. That's yes, you give, you give and you get, or uh, as we say, oh man, I'm high right now. Um, uh, give and gain. That's what we say on the on My yeah. Podcast. So yeah, you, know, you give and you you gain. So uh, ne- next question, uh, what's Chong's opinions of blunts, uh, in parentheses, tobacco-wrapped weed? Does Tommy Chong, cons- oh, I guess that's a separate question, do you consider your smoking as a medication or purely recreation? Uh, Well, no, it's uh, both. It's both. both. It was uh little, little
1: bit of both, you know, medication, recreation. Uh, smoking helped me, a pot helped me quit smoking cigarettes. Every time I felt like a cigarette, I'd light a joint, and pretty soon yeah. I had no oh. urge for cigarettes. Uh, what was the first question that uh, was kind of interesting? Uh,
0: yeah, what's your opinions of uh, blunts? Oh, the blunt. Yeah. I, I, you know, that's the way they smoke them in uh, England. Mm-hmm. And, and,
1: and the whole thing about tobacco, you know, tobacco, the peace pipe. Do you know the story of the peace pipe? I don't. Well, anyway, the peace pipe was created in the, the native tribes here. You know, well, they're very warlike people, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, they had weapons, they had tomahawks, they had arrows, you know, they had knives. And so when they when they got together to meet, they made everybody smoke the peace pipe because it knocked them on their ass. (laughs) He got them so whacked up, they couldn't fight. They couldn't do anything. (laughs) And tobacco, tobacco was the main one because you take a, a hit of tobacco, if you're not used to it, that will knock you on your ass yeah and, and and back in the day they never had nicotine and so they so they just had the, the pure herbs and probably there's a little bit of weed in there somewhere too uh the blunts itself though no i'm not a, a tobacco guy I, I i had to quit tobacco and uh whenever i tasted i i I, uh, I put it down you know so no i'm not a
0: blunt guy at all gotcha um you kind of went into it a little bit ago, uh, but your favorite kind of music?
1: Oh, jazz, for sure. Jazz, jazz. And then everything. Yeah. Like, There's a lot of times, you know, whenever I ride Uber, I'll tell the guy, I says, what are you listening to? And they, oh, they start apologizing. No, play it. Because yeah. I, I like to, I, I, I collect, uh, I, I collect all kinds of music. And I, I love like, um, Middle East music, I love Chinese music, Japanese, all all the folk music, any kind of folk music, I love it, I love it. You know, the only music I never liked, (laughs) and I laugh because I say that, was Beach Boys. (laughs) Really? I I never liked the Beach Boys (laughs) because I grew up with Chuck Berry, and, and the Beach Boys copied everything Chuck Berry did and just changed the lyrics, you know? And so, and it wasn't until I got older that I realized that everybody copies everybody. (laughs) But the Beach Boys was the only, only, and I've never heard a song that they did that, you know, they say he's, uh, what's the name of such a genius, but (laughs) not my, not my, not my type of music.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I want to give this user one more, one more question because they asked uh, quite a few. I just want to move on and give somebody else a chance. Um, they said, this is kind of a deep one as well. We may have touched on it a little bit, but how has life turned out? They said, have him reflect. If he had the choice to redo everything again, would he?
1: Or no, I, absolutely not. Not a thing. Not a thing.
0: You wouldn't do a thing because there's a, or w- What's that? You wouldn't do a thing differently? No. Okay.
1: No, not, nothing. Nothing. Not a thing. Even the arguments, even the mistakes, even all all the stuff that, you know, well, giving the money back, all that stuff, you know, everything I've done so far has turned out in a positive manner for me, everything. I I, I swear to God, I'm living with one of the most beautiful women in the world who cooks for me every night.
0: Hell yeah, man who
1: makes her own clothes and then she kind of she doesn't know it but she she does a little striptease for me every night (laughs) she'll sit on the couch and her 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 little sexy body gets you know she she's used to me so i get a a nice visual every night so what 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 how would you want to change any of that man can you Mm. imagine i mean
0: no i can't you're rubbing it in man when when Joe DiMaggio when Joe DiMaggio
1: was married to Marilyn Monroe, he never had the joy that I got because <laughs> right. Marilyn was up doing her thing. Joe was off doing her his thing. I'm living with Marilyn, the modern, and and we're locked down for a year.
0: Yeah, a she's year, with even. you. She ain't. She's not out singing "Happy Birthday" to Joe Biden right now, like Marilyn was to <laughs> JFK or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean she so, could have she could
1: have yeah yeah yeah, she, yeah. happy yeah. birthday to you <laughs> <laughs> oh man. man
0: and make it that's
1: obvious, the saddest man. thing about growing old you, you you can't be as perverted as I used to be and I, I gotta <laughs> I gotta pull back on that because especially after Woody Allen man I go oh okay oh shit. Okay. yeah no no more no more sex jokes because I used to be notorious when I do weed commercials or something, you know, and they'd say, "Oh, what is this? How do you like the smell?" And then, mm, smells like pussy. Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can't do that
1: anymore. Although well, I just did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, hey, we're at the time of well, top of our time. I don't want to take uh, uh, too much of too too much more of your time. Uh, you got to time goes, for just a go, few more questions.
1: On, whatever you feel like, man.
0: I, I got nothing behind, so I'm okay. Cool. Um, uh, this one is obviously a reference to your work. Hey man, am I driving okay? Um, <laughs> another one. Did Dave ever come back? He referenced to Dave earlier, so maybe he did. Yeah, Dave's
1: not here. Nope. nope. No, he's not here. Dave, Dave, Dave is actually—he's very sick right now in the uh, Lasquidi L- L- Island in Vancouver, BC. He was my first partner. And the reason it was Dave is that I had Cheech outside in a, in a very uncomfortable, hot uh, um, place. The sun was beating down. He was almost getting sunstroke. And he's knocking on the door. And, and I was supposed to let him in right off the bat. And I never let him in. And, and when he had knocked, but he never broke character. Except except I was just supposed to let him in. And he kept yeah. knocking out, it. i go, who is it? And then... Then I'd ignore him. And then he'd say, it's me, man. And then he'd knock again. Who is it? It's me, man. And then when he finally goes, it's Dave, man. And I said, Dave? Yeah. Dave? Yeah. Dave's not here. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh at it. You know what, what makes me laugh is that Cheech has revised that story. He, he doesn't like it. He doesn't like being the the butt of of the joke that he was because that was our biggest most famous bit ever <laughs> mm-hmm. and it all happened because i was torturing the shit out of teach uh, no wonder he broke up man no wonder he he,
0: got, he had enough man. he said i'm out of here <laughs> yeah that's hilarious um next question uh do you feel rage over your own and others' incarceration over pot-related offenses, if yours can even be called that? Or how do you process your incarceration in light of current legalization?
1: No, not at all. No, I, I looked at everything for all the trials and tribulations. I I, 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 I think I, I, I lucked out. I, I consider myself lucky for going to jail. And by the way, you know, that rage is for people that have never really been there, Mm -hmm. you know. And, there's yeah, there's people in jail uh, unjustly. It sounds really bad unjust, you know, that they're doing time. But I, I guarantee you that you talk to every one of them and they'll tell you the same thing that happened to me. They found themselves. They found themselves there because you got no other choice. And and yeah, you can still get in trouble. You can still do what you do on the outside. Only difference is, is that you're not hurting anybody. Now, for the people that were in jail, you know, for weed and everything else. You know, when I when I went to jail, I, I my my brother in law sent me a book called the I Ching, and I threw the I Ching, and the in my my reading was, you're in jail for a reason. That's what it said. It blew my mind. I what jails are where you go to correct your behavior. Right. And so that's what I did. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I no, mean, life life there's jails all over in life, you know. You don't have to be behind bars to be in jail. You'll know, be incarcerated. You can be in a big bloody mansion or a huge boat that needs a yacht to go with the boat and you're in prison. Right you're totally in prison you're in high, high 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 what you know, security prison then you know well all rich people you know they're they're, they're literally in prison because they, they they're wealthy and they got to protect their wealth and so they got to hire security guards bodyguards all the, all that stuff you know i can walk anywhere yeah people what are they going to rob me of uh, my humor <laughs> nothing
0: yeah well, the next question uh, your associate asked me something about this. I'm sure we'll talk about this in the future. But uh, our next question is from a user who is asking when will we get some of your strains in Illinois? In Illinois, we're, we're our CBD is in Michigan now. Nice, and your pre And are- I think
1: I think it's moving pretty close over over to there. And uh, yeah, as soon as, as soon as we can get it, you know, as soon as they straighten out these laws, you know. Yeah, uh, as our listeners it.
0: know, uh, it's pretty hard to get into the Illinois cannabis uh, market. Uh, that kind of relates. That is a our next question. Ask actually, do you have a general opinion if you know anything about the Illinois cannabis market? Do you have a general opinion on it? Um, well,
1: Chicago. You, you got to remember, Chicago was really, really corrupt for many, many years. Second city. Yeah. I don't think it's changed, especially with uh, with uh, something like this here. Yeah. You know, something like the marijuana. What? What? Everybody? You know, all the straight people that are trying to make a buck off uh, marijuana, and, and that's why the re- regulations are so tough. You know, uh, we're we're buying up uh, uh, dispensaries now. And we find it very hard. I mean, the way that we we got to do it, we got to buy the dispensary, and uh, and then deal with it with the laws. See, it's not once they legalize it federally, then Illinois will fall in line with everybody else. They'll have to, because we got a free trade agreement with Mexico, and if Mexico goes legal, which they're going to go legal, then we're bound by law to to have Mexican weed come into into our 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 orbit you see and so those all those regulations and all the crap that they've been trying to do with legal pot will disappear because then if it doesn't disappear then the 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 farmers will be selling it out the back door which they're still doing now yep you know because the thing is if you got to stand in line and and wait for your weed that means you're not connected to the growers Mm-hmm. Because the thing is about weed, it, it doesn't stop growing just because there are some regulations out there. It grows, it grows, and grows and grows, and yeah, it it's matures. Right and there, then it,
0: you see that? That's one of my plants. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> then you got, then you got to, then you got to harvest it and either give it away or sell it. Mm-hmm. And it, whether you sell it out the back door or the front door it doesn't matter. And that's the trouble with the, the government now, you see, because they still got a Schedule One, it's for law enforcement. But what you want to do is make it Schedule 2, mm-hmm. then everybody can have a shot at it. And, and then you don't have to sell it out the back door to uh, drug cartels. And, and then you can sell it to the, or give it to your neighbor. I used to say back in the, I used to say that once it's legal, your grandmother will grow more weed than you will be able to smoke in a lifetime. Yes. And that's so true. But right now, these regulations, and we got to, you know, when I talked to uh, uh, dispensary owners and that, I said, yeah, they're hoops. you got to jump through them. It's like yeah. a gym. you got to go work out before you can get whatever you need. Mm-hmm. But you jump through the hoops. You hire the lawyer. You, that's why when they when they had it medical, I loved it because you, you had to get a permission from a doctor. Yeah. And I loved that because that meant the doctor had it. You had to go to the doctor and say, listen, I want to weed. And the doctor would kind of look at you. And see if you're okay. Now, if you saw something that was kind of weird, like your mental ability or something like that there, then he would, he doesn't want to risk his license. And so maybe he would uh, uh, check you out, you know, but you got to you got a uh, 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 physical, you know, but when they turned it recreation, that's dangerous now, you know, because for everybody, because it, all it is, is, is these bureaucrats trying to make it impossible to sell weed. That that's really what they're trying to do, you know. That's why they legalized it in in New Jersey, but no one will allow pot dispensaries in, in their neighborhood. So so what's the sense? You know, they still have to go to New York or whatever to get their get their weed, get their illegal weed. Right. So so you know, the, just like right now, what, what we're going through with the government was uh, was the Trump insurrection and all that shit. Now you know. It just shows you that that quite a few people are still stupid enough not to know where, how good they have it. Right. They're still that stupid. And that's the same thing with weed. That's why I've never worried. Years ago when they said, uh, you know, it should be legal. I do. Hey, listen, you can always get weed faster than you get a pizza because I've ordered both and the weed always appeared first. You know, in New York, California, any, anywhere on in the in the world, yep. in the I've been on vacation, I feel like a, a high I'll find a, a pool guy, a busboy, somebody say, hey, can you hook me up? Boom. <laughs> Within minutes, I got it. Now, the trick is, you don't want to sell it. You don't want to get into commerce. Now you, you, you risk a lot of jail time and death in some areas. But you want to get high? If you got the money, you will get high.
0: Yep, exactly. Exactly. I I say it's a convenience fee, you know? Yes. I mean, think about back in the day, this is the way I put it, Tommy, just to I like to insert a little bit of comedy. I'm a wannabe comedian. Um, you know, when I used to call the guy before it was legal, he'd say, "I'm going to be there in 30 minutes." What was 30 minutes? It was 2 hours, right? And <laughs> I like at the store that they'll tell you thirty minutes. It might be forty-five minutes, but you're definitely going to walk out of that door with something that's going to get you high. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know? So I mean, we got it good. You, you, you're hey, right.
1: And oh. and what is time to a stoner?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: But like me, I'm I'm doing cameo, and I always mess up because I, I'm told what time I got to be and everything else. But for some reason, I'll get involved in something. 15 minutes before the cameo, or not the cameo, but the, the Zoom, I'll get involved with some, some, something around the house. The next thing I you know, oh, shit, I'm 15 minutes late. I'm an hour late. You know? <laughs> yeah. What is
0: time to a stoner? Yeah. Well, Tommy, thank you for your time today. Um, I'm just going to look really quick to see if there's any other questions that stand out. I thought this one was funny. I was looking through... Um, just to maybe give you another laugh. Would you ever play yourself in a Kong versus Chong movie? <laughs> uh, yeah. Should, yeah. <laughs> so I just, just thought yeah. That'd be oh, uh, you turn on the a camera. A, I'm there, man. Local Chilanoi celebrity, budtastic Barry. Everybody loves Barry on our subreddit. He asks, he always talks about himself in the third person. That's why everybody likes him. He asks, can Barry please smoke with you? Please. <laughs> so um, yeah. that's, Barry, that's Barry's question so uh, well um, speaking of smoking with you Tommy let's close out the show you got any cannabis around I just happen to have a little little kind of a roachy thing hey me too me too mine's a little bit bigger than that one but let's let's spark it up I, uh, knocking something off I of make my bucket list.
1: Uh, bamboo cigarette holders but I'm not gonna do it no
0: smoking weed with Tommy Chong I <coughs> I quit smoking
1: uh, <coughs> joints <coughs> for this reason because I cough <coughs> but <laughs> but I realized I made these bamboo pipes and I realized they make really good cigarette holders and, and they kind of cool the smoke by the time it oh, hits nice. your lungs
0: nice dude but I right like now
1: it. i'm old school i like i like a little uh roach once you know what i always forget that i get high Do you do that yeah yeah I, you know i'll be somewhere and i'll go wow i'm feeling weird what's going especially with the virus you know yeah am i getting am i getting the virus then I go, oh, no, you smoked up. Okay.
0: <laughs> that's Dude, I, I didn't know what you meant at first, but I absolutely know what you're saying. The way I can relate to you most is when I eat like a pot brownie, I get out. Like you say, you just start getting to doing things, and you're like, what's going on? Why do I feel weird? Oh, shit, I ate a pot brownie, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Why am I doing this? <laughs> you gotta, ought gotta to try dancing when you're, when you're two stone. Whoa. That's, yeah. that's what I, that's my go to uh, exercise now. Tango. I'm tango. learning how to do a, a the tango walk. And so wherever I go, I practice my tango walk. It's really, really complex. It, no, not really. It is because it's so simple. Like walking, you know, one foot in front of the other.
0: Okay, okay. now. Hey, Chilinois. Um at just about this point, unfortunately, Zoom stopped recording our conversation. So just about 25 to 30 minutes of our conversation was lost to the abyss in which we discussed more of the community questions, talked a little bit more about tango, which is that dance he was just talking about, um, and a little bit more. I'm really upset that somehow this got lost, but... If I ever am able to retrieve it somehow, we'll we'll release it as The Lost Tapes with Tommy Chong or, you know, whatever. Um, but just wanted to give you guys a heads up that that's why there's kind of a hard segue towards the end. Um, fret not, folks, if your question didn't get answered, um, because I talked to Tommy afterwards and we'll definitely be having him back on in the future. He had a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, uh, enjoy the rest of the episode. It's just a short little... Um, ending and uh we'll see you next time on the chill my podcast i and i don't want to take too much more of your time because it's just probably about lunch dinner time thank you for your time today uh i appreciate your time folks i hope you found the episode to be informative and um yeah so we'll see you next time okay let's do it
1: again